Hey guys, and welcome back to Classic Spinoff. So today, there's not going to be a Small Things episode because I actually have something to talk about, which is good because that's kind of the point of the show. Um, so today, I just kind of wanted to tack on to something I said yesterday about love being a small thing and yet a big thing. I want to explain more about that because it's really important to me and something you can definitely think about uh, right now just in culture and society. So we're going to do that, and if I finally get that post happening, I'll be talking about my post a little bit later today. Otherwise, if not, you're just going to finish as long as I like, because that's what I like to do. So I hope you all enjoy today's episode. We're going to talk about love and how it's a small thing, even though it's a big thing. So yesterday's episode of The Small Things, I talked about pure love songs, and specifically what I liked from that was the 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 focus on love itself and not necessarily the hardships, necessarily the heartbreak, um, not necessarily trying to get a one-night stand, but just the focus on love in and of itself, kind of ignoring the rest and focusing on the good for even just a moment. And you can hear that entire episode. It's, it is recorded as an episode under my, um, under my profile. You can also hear it on iTunes or Google Play as a podcast of, uh, not to listen to it on Anchor. But, it, I mean, it, it sounds a bit contradictory, right, that, that love is a small thing. Because we think about it as, as such a big thing. It's what makes the world go round. It's what everyone's after. How could that be a small thing? And really, I mean, it's, it's both at the same time. Love is an enormous thing because it is everything. I firmly believe that, that that's that's the point of this life is love and I see that for Christianity um, if, if you don't see it through those lenses that's fine but I think the point of this life is love no matter what your worldview is but love is shown through the little things it's best shown through the little things it's not necessarily the big showy things that makes love so important, so wonderful, is the little things. And if you pay attention to the songs that I played uh, yesterday, um, those artists describe the person that they love in terms of what they do, in terms of the little things that they do. Um, Head over feet is especially a, a good Maybe not the the best pure love song, but it's it's the best song that demonstrates what I'm talking about. Head over feet describes a bunch of little acts that the artist finds enjoyable and the artist falls in love with. It's these little things that make that makes the other person so endearing that causes you to fall in love with them. And I guess I, sh- I probably should back up a second to find my terms a little bit. I'm not specifically talking about romantic love or even friendship love or uh, parental love. I'm talking about general love as a concept, which all these other types of love fall under. So imagine it in whichever way you want. If you prefer romantic love or friendship love or familial love, whatever love is most important to you right now, consider it in the, that, that term, because these are broad general strokes. 
if you think about the opposite of love, which is apathy, it's not caring at all. You don't do anything to a person. And if you think about hate, which is the negative form of love, it's these massive, obvious points that show you in, you hate a person. Love is not about the big, grand, and showy. It's about the small things that you do to a person. The um, small passing words of comfort. The, the mere presence of being there. We, we don't think about presence so much, but I've always heard that you know you're with your best friend when you can sit and do nothing for hours and having a great time. It's just the presence that is there that perpetuates the love, that shows a connection to the other person. It's the little acts of kindness, and especially the acts of kindness that, that you don't even think about. They're, they're natural to you. Um, maybe such as maybe perhaps washing the dishes after dinner or, or, or buying your friend ice cream when you're out. It's not like you, you thought about doing that. It's just natural to you. It's these little gestures that really perpetuate love. Yesterday I, I tried to encourage you that no matter where you are in your, in your love life, however you want to define that, to think about and appreciate the love that's there. And if it's absolutely not there, to think about how you can find that. Here's where perspective becomes very important, that if you're in a terrible relationship, what love is there? Because there must have been some sort of love that existed at one point to make the relationship happen. If it's not there at all, obviously get out. I mean, that's not, it's not, that's not any helpful to you in any way whatsoever. But if there is some sort of love left in any way, form, or fashion, some sort of good that you can focus on. It's very important to draw on that and to try and strengthen that. To use that as a core foundation to repair the relationship. This, this wonderful thing of love, this, this almost pure happiness because of the care you have for the person. If it's mutual and if you can use that to if you use that as a basis for your relationship, it's critical that you use that to to fix the relationship. That with all the negatives you might have surrounding that love, as long as that love remains the basis, you can use that to repair the relationship. And that's not always going to work out. Sometimes the the love may not have been as strong as, as you first thought. But that has to be paramount that you use that love to attempt to, to to fix the relationship before you can go anywhere else. And I want to relate this now to society because this is this has really been on my mind lately, especially um, with, with Trump attacking the media and the media attacking Trump and conservatives at liberal throats and liberals at conservative throats and, and sitting here in my home watching this, listening to this, it, it feels like there's a bunch of kindergartners 
sitting on Capitol Hill with absolutely no adult supervisions, and they're just at each other's throats. And that's all I can see from this. And of course, the, the, the news outlets, no matter which one it is, they have to create something in order to create a story. And unfortunately, there's, there's no positive thing that makes a good story. And that is true no matter which side you're on. I have, to, I have to impress that. No matter what political side you're on, the news is going to be is going to post the negative stories because that's what creates news. It's not the positive things that get you watching. It's the negative. Everyone loves a train wreck. So in one way, we're only shown the worst side of society from the news specifically, which obviously which makes things worse in terms of how we view the world. But the only way to fix this, to fix this at each other's throats, is to somehow come back to this basis of love that we have for each other and to f try and actually discuss things, try to actually see each other's point of view. And this, this is the biggest problem I have, is when the gun advocate goes out swinging his guns around, screaming about how he, he wants rights, most of the time, he's not listening to the liberal side who's deeply concerned about the violent effects that it might have to have just, just open carry or whatever, which are legitimate concerns. But they're not listening about that. They're just trying to scream their side. And when the extremely far-left liberal feminist goes out screaming about women's rights and and how women are actually better than men and should be uh, treated better than men, the conservative, she's not listening to the conservative side to say, well, why can't we have true equality? And to see that from many religious points of view, there actually is different roles and that women should not try to be men because they're women. There, there should be a difference. And it's not to say one is less than the other, but there's a difference. The point here is that no one listens to the other side. And we have to get back to listen. So to kind of wrap this all up, I, I now want to focus specifically on brotherly love, on love for your fellow man. There is a common basis in society of, of love. Now, there are far out there outliers, of course, that are truly deeply racist, truly deeply sexist, truly deeply xenophobic, so on and so forth. Those people, I would be very surprised if they actually had a basis of, of love for each other. Of, of love, if they have any sort of love basis, it, it, there's a very deep hatred within them. But for those of us who aren't insane, we have got to get back to this basis of love and to remember that it's the little things that are so important. We are so focused on these massive issues like abortion and immigration and health care 
that we are for neglecting the little things that are so important. And those can be the very small um, political points that we actually agree on as different sides of the aisles, which lead to better compromisation, which lead to uh, settling these big issues in a way that can make the most people happy. But this all comes down to a want, a desire to love your fellow man, a desire to love society, and a desire to actually listen, to actually discuss, to get back to this basis where a discussion is had. Um, an incredible thing happened the other day, and it's what has spurred a lot of this on. Um, the classic argument is, is not that old. I started it Christmas Christmas uh, time, 2015, 2016. That area is when I started it. So it's not uh, relatively new at all, not relatively old at all. But I had the first discussion on there this past week in which an individual gone on to one of the series had a disagreement with what I said on, and, and across multiple posts commented their thoughts, their evidence on why they believed I was wrong. But it was in a very polite, distinct, and uh, respectable manner. So then, of course, as I want, I mean, this is, this is what I wanted was to have this discussion on this blog. So, of course, I got back, I responded to him. Um, I, I was trying to be very courteous as well. And then, of course, he finished by, by responding to those comments and thanking, and, and that's kind of where we left it, unless uh, the discussion continues in the near future. But what happened here is this individual, well, ultimately, we, we both got something out of each other, which I was completely blown away by. Not only did he see my point of view, he actually pointed out that it made him think and maybe changed his mind a little bit. But the same thing happened for me. I, he brought up some very good points that I had never considered before that maybe stopped to rethink. But ultimately what this individual did for me, he completely destroyed the cynicism that I've held for a while that has said that even though I started this blog in order to have these discussions, I had, this, I had been cynical of the fact that they would ever happen. But this individual showed me that there is still a rationality at that, that there's still a logical thought process among society, and that we can have this discussion. I mean, to, to put it all out there, a creationist and what it, it sounded like an atheist had a discussion about evolution, and we both came away completely, uh, completely friends about it. Because there was a common love there, a respect for each other. We were able to discuss, we were able to share ideas, but not only that, we both came away seeing the other point, side's point of view better. I say that all to say this. This can be done, and this has to be done. If we are going to change the course of this country, if we are going to change things for the better, to start progressing again as we want them to, we have got to stop and to listen and discuss with each other. We have to honestly and openly hear the other person's side 
and then make a decision. Now, you hear that a lot, but it never works because it's just discussion. No one says why we should discuss. Why shouldn't we just scream at each other? I mean, yeah, it's not working, but why shouldn't we just do that? Because there must be this love for your fellow man in place. And it starts out with the little things. We both used common ground that we found to start the discussion that we appreciated about each other. Every, every time I, I commented, I made sure to start out with what I appreciated about, about his point. And that helped facilitate the discussion in a way where we were both able to come away not completely changed. No, neither of us compromised on our viewpoint. Neither of us gave up. But we both came away with a deeper respect. Or I don't know about him. I can't speak for him. I came away with a deeper respect for this individual. We were both able to see each other's sides and change our viewpoints just slightly in order to accommodate each other a little better. So what are you going to do about this? To, to go beyond yesterday's message, which is to find, to find that love and to appreciate that love, even if it's just for a moment in whatever relationship you're in. If it's a bad, bad relationship, appreciate that love for just a moment. Or if you're in a wonderful relationship, cherish that and, and consider how blessed you are. But in terms of the big picture, how are you going to react the next time someone differs from you? How are you going to show the person that there is a love for them? That you're not just screaming at them to be vegan because you're vegan. That there's actually concern there. That you're not actually crying uh, Obamacare just because you hate old people. That there's actually an economical concern there. Show them your concern. Show them your love. Start with that basis. Then have the discussion you need to get to a point where all parties can be happy. It starts with a little thing, and the little thing is love. But the little thing is everything. Uh, I hope this makes sense. I, I truly hope that if you have any questions or concerns or just want to comment to add to this, to argue about this, please call in. I want to know... Uh, what, what what you, my view, my listeners are thinking, um, and I, I, I'd appreciate that so much. Um, I hope y'all have a wonderful weekend. Um, if if I don't get my post up today, I'll I'll have it up this weekend, and I'll actually post on the weekend. But beyond that, have a wonderful weekend, and I hope you all keep thinking.